Welcome to It's All Connected, a Marvel Studios podcast brought to you by MCUExchange.com. It's all connected. Everything. Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 79 of It's All Connected. This is Russ, and I have back with me Matthew Arrow from MCUExchange.com. And Matthew will have to be on our best behavior tonight because uh, the DC TV <laughs> podcast has invaded us uh, for this episode. Be on your worst behavior, I would think. Well, that, that's for that's your job. It's the crisis on infinite podcasts. <laughs> it is. Uh, so joining us tonight, we have uh, Jim Dietz and Daryl Taylor. Uh, thank you guys for coming on. Oh, absolutely. It feels yeah. weird. I feel like I've crossed over to the dark side talking about Marvel. I know. <laughs> that we've... Every week, Daryl and I talk about like all the DC properties on TV on our podcast, so this is a little unusual for me. Yeah, definitely. And you can check that out over at HHWLED.com for sure. Um, but yeah, Daryl, Jim, and I have actually been chatting it up quite a bit lately. Daryl and, and Jim more so than, than Daryl, Jim, and I, but... We've been doing recap retrospective episodes on all the Star Wars movies, so we've made it through five with one more to go. So as you're hearing this, uh, Empire Strikes Back will probably be posted within a day or so. So if you're so inclined to hear us yammer about uh, what life was like back in 1977 before the internet, uh, go ahead and check that out. They've been a lot of fun. That's awesome. I'll have to check that out. I've been trying to rewatch the uh, original trilogy before. Uh, before I see Force Awakens, so I've only gotten New Hope down so far, but hopefully I can sync up my uh, Empire rewatch and listen to that podcast too. Yeah, it'd be cool. We did. They're right about like an hour, hour ten, uh, and like I said, it's it's not so much about the movies. It's more just mm-hmm. about like what we were doing, us, our experiences. We kind of got a mix of older older people like us and younger and younger young bucks that that come on to talk about you know, how they, how they experienced it. So it's been a lot of fun. Like I said, it's not, cool. it's not a dissection of the movies cause that's been done, you know, for sure. Sure. Forever. Uh, but we're not here to talk about star Wars, uh, at least not yet. Mm. We got another week for that. Um, so we'll start off with some news. Uh, not too much going on. Uh, it's fairly quiet. Uh, but on the, on the movie front, uh, looks like just today, uh, we've got confirmation as to the script writers for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, and it looks like yeah. Andrew Barrer and Gabriel Ferrari are going to be joining. Uh, I guess Paul Rudd is kind of, I guess, what would you say, Matthew? Like script runner, script, like head writer. Uh, yeah, I imagine he'll, yeah, probably be overseeing it in, in some way. Um, But yeah, I couldn't really tell if he would have a hand, how much of a hand he would have in the writing. But I imagine he'll have a little bit. Yeah. And the, and these guys like I I looked up their IMDb. I don't know Daryl and and Jim if you guys have heard of these guys, but they're pretty new to the scene. Like they haven't there's a bunch of stuff that they've written that hasn't even come out yet. Some of it's just announced projects, some of it's stuff in pre-production. Uh mm-hmm. looks like Gabriel's writing the Transformers 5 movie which I think is kind of like being written by committee if I understand right. Like, yeah, there's like a yeah. story. <laughs> yeah. What, you mean a Michael Bay movie without a strong story? You're kidding me. <laughs> um, 
And then I guess him and and Andrew both wrote the movie Leave, which which again is announced, and it's a and I guess it's about uh, during uh, the Vietnam War, it's about a bunch of soldiers suffering from post traumatic stress disorder while they're on leave in Thailand. Uh, so that that'll be that's a little yeah, different. that's that's got a critical acclaim before it even came out. I haven't even I heard, heard of about that. that. Yeah, I heard about that a while ago because that's been a that story has been really. Uh, the critics are really happy about that story, and they they talked about that a lot when they were talking about making that film. Huh, interesting. Yeah, I'll have to. Yeah, I'll, that's definitely one I'll uh, I'll check out. That's yeah, an interesting that's an indie group. to look at, look for. Yeah, I, that's a strange combination almost for, uh, you know, one of the more comedic Marvel movies. But I wonder if I wonder if they're just trying to go into some heavier stuff, and then Paul Rudd will balance that out. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. Probably. I mean, and maybe Adam McKay will end up popping in at some point as well. That <laughs> still seems like a possibility. I, yeah. I guess from what I read, McKay is going to basically say, this is the movie I want to make. Like, this is the direction I want to take it. And then those guys are going to kind of go off and write it. That's that's my understanding. Right. Now, again, okay. this is all is, is this isn't confirmed by Marvel. This is kind of speculative at this point, I, I would say. I'd say it's probably pretty solid, though. I mean, this is a. This is a pretty detailed rumor, if it's rumor. I mean, wouldn't you wouldn't you agree, Matthew? Yeah, yeah. And I, what I'm wondering is, is there any indication that maybe they came out of that Marvel story group that uh, Nicole Perlman came out of? Oh, and maybe so. Who, she co-wrote. I'm wondering if it's like James Gunn and her co-writing Guardians. Oh, that could be. Yeah, that's a good point. Like maybe sort of Paul Rudd and even Adam McKay, like oversee it, maybe write some of the bigger beats and like shape the story. And, you know, they these two work with them as well. So um, it's, it's, it's interesting. They're giving a lot of people who haven't had um, uh, a feature film uh, experience a shot. And a lot of them are not, I mean, look at the Russo brothers, you know, yeah, yeah. they're yeah. Like knocking, knocking out of the park. Um, I think the biggest problem Marvel's going to have going forward, especially movies like Ant-Man and the Wasp and things like that are almost differentiating them from each other. You know what I mean? Like making sure that they're they're in that same universe, but the stories and the 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 uh, they look and, and and the feel is different from one another to bring people back to the you know, more back to the uh, you know the theater again and sure. again. I mean, there's yeah, going to be so many, and especially with the next few years being uh, you know directly compete, competing with Fox's uh, Marvel properties and DC mm-hmm. and other you know, Star Wars franchise and everything else. I mean. That's really, I think, what Marvel's going to have to you know, focus on in the next few years in Phase 3. Yeah, the yeah. rumor is that McKay is going to move away from it being a heist pick. So it's not going to be like... Yeah, that's what Peyton Reed was talking about that, too. Yeah. Like, it'll be an entirely different genre. I could see this almost being like a, like a Mr. and Mrs. Smith... Sure, sure. Type thing, you know, just like a, a, like a high adventure with a, a couple with smart dialogue and, uh, and, and good chemistry, you know. Uh, that would be a good way to to, to go with this sort of thing. Because I know yeah. uh, people were looking at it, people that uh, saw Ant Man, they were looking for more meat for uh, for uh, Janet's, you know, for uh, not Janet for uh, Hope, Hope for Hope's yeah. Uh, yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, and w- one of the other things that's interesting though is Peyton Reed has also said that the sequel is going to be weirder. Like he explicitly says that, and mm-hmm. it, it seems like they're going to explore that quantum realm stuff a bit more. So I wonder, I wonder if that will shape the genre at all. I think you know, there was some it, sort of illusion when Ant Man came out too that that quantum or the subatomic realm or the quantum realm might play in Doctor Strange as well. Somehow, I, I, I think that's still the case. I well, think maybe she'll go get her mother. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I definitely think we're going to see Janet. Mm-hmm. I think we'll see a lot more quantum realm. And I think that's going to play into Dr. Strange. Cause it sort of lines up with everything that Kevin Feige has been saying for a couple of years now about Dr. Strange, yeah. even before we knew like the quantum realm would be a thing in Ant-Man. So yeah, I think, uh, I think that might be a big thing coming forward. So I, I wonder if that'll somehow play into the, um, well, they got to adapt it to the real world. I wonder if it'll be like, uh, for people that didn't, uh, for the recent comic, the way they explain magic uh, on it is like it's a like a sickness and he's a doctor. And, and he sees things that we don't normally see. Like, and they're like, you know, like, and even in, in different creatures or whatever from other worlds, they're kind of like bacteria or mites or stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. I mean, they if if they're doing the whole quantum realm thing, I mean, they've already with that name sort of linked it to science and mm-hmm. and sort of what they did with Thor, how they explained the magic of Thor was just science we don't understand. So it, it'll be interesting to see if they full blown go like magic magic yeah. or if they, you know, if they try and ground it in science. I know that's sort of like a divisive thing among some fans about them like explaining magic away but I, I guess we'll see next november yeah uh the next bit of movie news and this has me very very excited um much more excited after after the mo- the last movie i saw in the theater than than probably previous but there's a lot of uh, talk about ryan coogler directing black panther um yeah and coogler mm-hmm. recently directed creed which for me, depending on how Star Wars shakes out, is Creed. Th- th- there's no way Creed doesn't make like a top five movie of the year for me, if not like top three. Uh, it it just oh wow it, it blew away all of that. The, yeah it blew away all of my expectations. Um, I wow. think it's easy to dismiss it as like a Rocky sequel or a Rocky clone or a Rocky follow up, and mm-hmm. it was way it was it was so much more in my opinion. Like uh, I've never seen boxing directed the way he directed boxing uh, um i've never you know it it was just kind of this this really good you know boxing movie with really good intimate character interaction um it had a really good script it had the performances were out of this world i, I just i was just really blown away I, I i mean i definitely wanted to see it um and i i didn't have super high expectations which maybe that that kind of helps with it but mm. it, it exceeded every expectation i had i i don't know Obviously, Matthew, you said you didn't see it. Uh, Daryl, I know you saw it. Jim, did you have you seen it yet? No, I've not seen it yet. yet. No. Well, I think what helps him as a director, even uh, with Fruitville Station and and things of that nature, he grew up watching all these type of movies. Yeah. And and to have a director because I he's he's so young. He is. He's not even thirty, isn't he? Like twenty seven yeah. or something like that. Wow. Something like that. Yeah, and to, so to be that young, he kind of. I think and growing up watching these all these Rocky movies and watching them go from great to not so great that he knows I think he knows what to look for to do. And that's what made Creed uh so you know, such a great movie. Yeah, he's twenty he's twenty nine. Uh he was born in eighty six. But And he says all the right things too. I mean, especially with uh the thing with these with doing any of these superhero movies are there are directors who come out and they 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 just don't want to be in that system where they have to 
conform to a continuity for other films. You just have movie, you just have directors that just can't fit in that. They just don't work well. Yeah, and he seems to be someone like with Creed, where he could do a movie knowing that there's previous continuity, fit it in, and it didn't bother him. Like he he can he can work with the system. Plus, Creed uh, shows he can do action. Mm-hmm. You know, he can film action effectively and in, right. in a way that's exciting to watch. So yeah, that will be important in a Black Panther movie. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I said, the boxing, especially that first fight, it was filmed almost kind of like a weird first person-y kind of, like I can't even explain it, but it just I've never seen boxing directed like that. Normally it's like the typical Rocky movie boxing, you know, where mm-hmm. where these guys are just just beating the hell out of each other, you know, <laughs> and and you know taking punishment that no person could take. And he just had a very different uh, different take on it, and just the way he filmed it was yeah. was unique. Video game era. I mean, this yeah. is somebody yeah. that had seen you know like has seen first person. Uh, uh, views of, of fighting and things of that nature from games and all kinds of stuff. So, but not cheesy, you know, like yeah, like the Doom cheesy. movie. It was like, oh, okay, t- tongue firmly in cheek while we're filming uh, mm-hmm. the first person scene, and this was more natural. You, it made you feel like you were in the movie, like you right. were you were witnessing this yourself. So, um, anyway, well, isn't so, that the world we're in? So, I mean, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. to make you feel like you're, you know, how would you feel in that situation? He did some cool things with, like, the title cards and stuff like that. It was really, you know, every time a new boxer came in, it kind of, like, gave you his stats and stuff. It was really kind of cool. Oh, cool. Um, but yeah. I, hadn't see, I haven't seen Fruitville Station. I know that's on Netflix. Have you seen – did you see Fruitville, Daryl? Yeah, that, that was a really good movie as well. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to definitely check that out because, like I said, he just – and I love Michael B. Jordan. I mean, I, I – Yeah, I love him so much. I, that's why I was, you know, bummed with how um, – you know, the reaction to Fantastic Four was because, you know, I, I was so excited when they announced him as Johnny Storm and I loved him in Chronicle. So uh, the the more things he's in, the better. I just remember him from as Wallace in The Wire. Always. That's, that'll always be the first thing yeah. I always remember him yeah. from. Uh, so anyway, so again, nothing confirmed, but a lot of buzz, a lot of talk. Um, yeah. And this is the second time that his name's been going around. Yeah. So, so hopefully we'll have a, I mean, I, I would imagine we'll, we'll know something sooner rather than later. I mean, they've got a you know, they've got an actor cast, so they're, uh, they're a step above there. But, uh, anyway, so hopefully, uh, we'll find out soon, uh, on that. Uh, and the last bit of news, um, and this, this is making nerds and Johnny M very happy. Uh, <laughs> it looks like Scott Buck is going to be the showrunner for Netflix's Iron Fist. Uh, and Buck was previously showrunner for Dexter, worked on Six Feet Under, mm-hmm. um, and we even got a a, a description, a, a synopsis of of the show. And and it's returning to New York City after being missing for years. Daniel Rand fights against the criminal element corrupting New York City with his incredible kung fu mastery and ability to summon the awesome power of the fiery iron fist. Yeah, they. Uh, I somebody on the. MCU exchange slack like message system we have was saying that that description made it sound uh, an awful lot like Oliver's arrow, arrow intro. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was about to say. I was going to say, my name is Oliver queen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my name is Danny Rand. 
Yeah. After five years in a mystical city. <laughs> I'm just glad that, you know what? There had been a lot of rumors going around that they were going to like mothball Iron Fist and just go ahead with a Punisher series or Daredevil season two first. So I'm glad they're actually going to do Iron Fist. Yeah. You got yeah, that friendship been... with, with uh, Power Man. With Luke, yeah. Yeah, I think we've been talking a lot about that while those rumors are going around and we're basically saying we just thought they were going to wait until around the holidays after Jessica Jones and stuff to announce it and and that the rumors were just based off of they just, you know, weren't ready to announce anything yet. And, you know, sure enough. Right. Yeah, and like we talked about before, just kind of a surprise hit. You know, like Daredevil was such a surprise hit out of the gate. I don't think mm-hmm. they even expected that. So, yeah, you know, strike while the iron's hot kind of thing. So. I expect we'll probably get a casting announcement. I want to say, pro- I mean, obviously, I don't think we'll hear anything between now and the end of the year, but I think early into 2016, we'll we'll hear something on casting. I bet. Yeah, after New Year's is over, they'll they'll get back to uh, announcing things. Yeah, yeah. And there's um, there was something going around that Netflix has said that this coming year they're going to be producing twice as many original shows. Yeah, I saw as that they did today. the year before. So yeah, it, it's. A lot of people are wondering if they can somehow cram in Iron Fist next year. I kind of feel like that'd be a tall order unless they started filming like pretty immediately. I would. I could think they could do it for like the end of the year, like put it in the Jessica Jones slot. Yeah, I think it just depends on you know if we're if and when we're getting an, a second season of Jessica Jones. Yeah, because yeah, that could not happen, and it and to just have her be in other movies if they wanted to i mean if they wanted yeah. to yeah. but they set it up pretty pretty nicely i mean even her even filming her next one it would be her i would think it would just be her working cases oh, right. and yeah. discovering yeah. her and in between the cases would be her maybe some stuff about her her uh uh, background of how she got these powers, maybe. Yeah, the yeah. nuke, the nuke related mm-hmm. stuff. That corporation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was I'm sure. There was an interesting interview I th- uh, with the Russos this week, actually, about how uh, somebody was asking them uh, how they were, if they, how it, if they're going to incorporate the TV, uh, uh, the Netflix, uh, you know, uh, uh, TV universe into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and they said, so it would be really challenging considering the story they want to tell. Like include them in the story in a natural way, even though they are in the you know, shared universe, same universe. Or whatever. Yeah. So I mean, even over a two movie, you know, it's gonna be you know, Infinity War is gonna be two parts, you know, two movie thing. Yeah, it does seem like it would be very difficult to not only logistically, but just even you know, being true to all those characters somehow fit them in there. But I don't know. It's 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 one of those tough things that I feel I. Part, some of the times I feel like DC almost has a has it better in the way that they have their TV stuff separate from their movie stuff because it just gives them a lot more freedom. Yes, exactly. Where the situation had to do that because they would it, it, the movies are so far away from from now that it would exactly be crazy exactly. But you know, with the I think the the fun thing about the MCU is that you have the potential for all these stories existing in the same universe like a comic, mm-hmm. but then. You know, it's just the logistics of it are tough because even mm-hmm. characters from Shield showing up in Daredevil or Jessica Jones being in Shield stuff like that almost seems impossible, even though they're 
sort of overseen by the same people. That's the confusing part. Well, it's just the confusing part I think they will have to figure out is that you establish that in Ultron that now they have an army again. Like they've hired, you know, like shield people and um, Nick Fury is working there and all that kind of stuff is going on. But you have an army of shield uh, people there. So what is Coulson and company? How do they fit into that landscape? Exactly, yeah. And he's still technically, I mean, I guess now he's not technically, but, you know, for the most of the part, for the most of the time, he's been director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. So how do, how do Nick Fury and Tony Stark and, you know, Steve Rogers have conversations about S.H.I.E.L.D. without going, oh, yeah, we're technically run by that guy that you think mm-hmm. is dead. Right. And, you know, but nobody ever brings been, that up. <laughs> ironically, though, I really think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as a show has really improved the further it's gotten from the movie continuity. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I agree, too. Like, yeah. The more it's like kind of become its own thing and kind of found its own little corner of the MCU to kind of do its own thing without really being touched by the rest of it. Right. Except, you know, in you know, transcendental ways every once in a while. I think it really has improved the show. Um, I think they really, so that first season especially, I think really suffered from them having to time everything to when the movie came out and then, you know, the story revelations in time, you know, with the TV show, yada, yada, yada. I really think they ended up hurting them in the long run. What, by letting them, like, have their own little pocket of the MCU to do their thing, I think it's become a much tighter and better show and much more of a S.H.I.E.L.D. show that I wanted to see. You know? Yeah, agreed. What they yeah. do something, though. I mean, I think they do need to kind of have... Something I, I've said a million times. Yeah. They could have totally been on that helicarrier at the end of each. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. It would have been yeah. so <laughs> yep, to happen there. I mean, he mentioned yep. he barely mentions like you know some friends and I got it out of mothballs, but it's mm-hmm. like it, yeah, it would have been it so easy. Have to give him a line if they were just sitting there behind the consoles, like exactly next to Fury. Like yeah, it was all filmed on some soundstage anyway. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, and it, I don't think it w- it wouldn't have meant anything to the casual moviegoer, yeah. but it would have meant everything to like us. Who would it hurt? <laughs> well, that, even if it dragged a few eyes and said, "Ooh, wait, who's this?" and yeah, like there's a show they're doing stuff. It and, couldn't have hurt the ratings. Let's put it. Oh, I mean, no. honestly, that TV show. Yeah. Oh, I remember hearing about that. Maybe I should like if you're gonna, yeah, if you're gonna set up anything, if you can just get a just a, a just a small smidgen. Of an audience to Marvel's Agents of Shield, they they should do it. Yeah, otherwise you want yeah. everything to work. I mean, you you don't you know. Yeah, why connect them if you're not gonna connect them? You know, it's just like right. I mean, the nods and the winks are fine, but that would have mm-hmm. been that would have been a way to cement it a little further. I mean, obviously with Coulson being in there, you know mm-hmm. that that's a that's a strong tie, but you know. Yeah, but he's almost been banished to TV yeah, land. Exactly. I mean, here's a character who was born out of the movies, yep, and now right. it's like he can't get back into a movie to save his life. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's been three years. <laughs> Literally, they all still think he's dead. I mean, yeah, which is like they just never sort of even played out that story beat. You think that by now one of them, or you know, Captain America would have like sussed it out somehow, or something would have happened. To let, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that that they just totally ignored it. Yeah. Yeah, they just totally kind of ignored it and went on. Well, it yeah. could have been a yelling thing. I mean, it could have been a, you know, like all the things kept for me, including Coulson being alive. Like, he could have even yelled it in um, in Winter Soldier. He could oh, have totally. even said it. Like, yeah. you oh, know, like oh, he yeah. found out, but it's off camera. Oh, yeah. That he found out. Oh, yeah, out. you're not keeping any secrets from me? What about Phil Coulson? Exactly. And then it could be 
And then Coulson, in, in one of the episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., a two-second thing where Coulson says, there's a call I have to make. Yeah, like exactly. You're right. There's a call I have to make. And it's him just alluding to calling uh, each of the Avengers. Because he would have to call Tony. And he would have to call. Yeah, I mean, uh, he had relationships with especially well, Tony. Pepper, too. Hill knows I mean, he's alive, too. I mean, yeah. you know, that was a whole big, you know, with the with the Winter Soldier thing. He was like, don't, you know, don't. Don't tell Tony like I want, you know, keep it, keep it a secret. I know, you know, I'm alive, but don't, you know, don't say anything. So, so those little nods are just things that I, I think that they could just, they can do to just to keep both everything, you know, a little bit connected, just a little bit. Yeah. And then they can go off and do what they're going to do. Even yeah. this inhuman stuff. Like I can't, if it'll be weird to me that in, in all of civil war, if they do not mention the status quo of of the Inhumans, right? Yeah, that the government and the president, the president of the United States in the MCU, right, announced a task force, and there's like an epidemic, you know, uh, presumably mm-hmm. all around the world. Right, I can see, them, and, I can see them folding that into the screenplay to make that part of the tension that causes them to yeah, go and it could be, like you said, yeah. he, just a list there, you know, yeah, Thunderbolt Ross just lists mm-hmm. off, you know, a handful of things and just says it to the casual movie it won't mean anything, but no. you know, it would, it would tie that in. Yeah. And it would be so easy to do, but I just, part of me just doesn't have the faith that they're going to do it. It'd be great I to think have because of those be two guys, have, you know, mm-hmm. well, I just think because of the, those two guys not wanting to work together at all, I just see people saying, why bother? Because I don't want to deal with you. Like, I don't want to have any, you know. Yeah, maybe, but Feige's got the pull. I mean, and it seems like it's the movie side that doesn't want to do it, not the TV side. That's what I'm saying. Like, if Feige Feige told, had somebody inserted into a script, Mm -hmm. I I don't think he'd have to answer to anybody. Like, I don't think. No, no. I don't think Perlmutter would. would, I, I I think. you know, Horn would step in and just if if Perlmutter started yapping his trap, and I think Horn would put an end to that immediately. I, I but I but I wonder if Feige would just say, you know what, not on purpose, purpose, but I would he just say, you know what, I'm not dealing with you. Maybe <laughs> like you you want to run the team, you do that. You do your run your stuff. I'm gonna do the stuff everybody watches. I'm, I'm waiting. Gonna... I know I know he's been in in Marvel now for what 15 years ish plus. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm waiting for Paul Paul Mutter to get his like golden parachute or his um you know kick in the behind or whatever because yeah I think you can't get rid of you can't soon. keep being a pain in everybody's ass for so long mm-hmm. and they keep you around. I mean, at some point it's going to start impeding the money train, and at that point the Disney bigwigs. I mean, granted, Perlmutter owns a ton of of Disney stock, right? So he ain't going anywhere. But the board, <laughs> right? But I mean. Yeah, the board could still, the you know. They might move him to a lateral position right. of not having as much power, but it, at the same time th- announcing he has power. Like, you know, right. that pretend new right. Kick him upstairs. Um, title, yeah. Or just handling, like, merchandising or just some well, completely man, unrelated thing. Like, I'm, you're sure the boys are, I'm sure the boys upstairs are noticing the success that, like, CW is having with all those DC properties, you know, mm-hmm. The Flash and, and Arrow and iZombie and... And Supergirl's ratings and everything else, maybe they don't think that their, you know, IPs are being capitalized enough on television. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'm, like I mean, said, I'm I'm waiting for Paul Paul Mutter to get the boot or to somebody to pull the pull the plug on him because they're, they're especially if it's if it's going to cause contention between the movie side, which for now is 
you know, that's where the money's at. So, well, if they're going to build all these shows for Netflix, and then they have these other shows that are coming for ABC, yeah, there has to be a, a, you know, like there, there has to be a better relationship between the TV and the movie stuff, and you know, the only ace in the hole is Jeff Loeb. I mean, Loeb, yeah. and Loeb is a is a long time, you know, movie TV studio. Like he knows how to play the game, um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. if nothing else, I think. Loeb could find a way to work around Perlmutter and work with Feige is my guess. Like I get yeah, the sense sure. that, that Loeb and, and Feige have a much better relationship than Perlmutter has with probably his own children. So, probably. Uh, so we'll see. So we're ready to talk about closure. Yeah. Let's get some closure. 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 Mavis episodes nine and 10. So we're getting a split season, but not completely split. So it looks like we're going to get 12 in the back half, uh, which, like we talked about last week, given given, yeah, given uh-huh. that Agent Carter is starting two weeks later, uh, it almost seems like for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. they're going to have to double up at least once or twice. Like we're going to get a couple two-hour you know, events. Maybe the premiere yeah. and the finale are both two hours because otherwise it takes it into like the end of May. If, if, yeah. If when it comes, they announced March 8th yeah. officially for yeah. shield. So 12 episodes from March 8th, March 8th takes it like all the way to the end of May, which, uh, yeah, that's a lot. That's, that's a long time. So when most everything else is wrapping up, like beginning slash mid May. Yeah. So, which maybe isn't bad. I don't know. I no mean, more eyes, you know, there, there won't be anything else going on. And, and again, like I keep saying, I don't, I don't know that there's a point anymore in you know ending your seasons and starting them in these particular like times. Right. I so, guess it just depends on what they have up their sleeve for uh, civil war. For civil war, if there's yeah. any connection that has to be timed, then that'll dictate how many episodes double up or the sh- schedule gets shifted or whatnot. Right. Right. So I, I think I think a two-hour season finale is is a definite. Yeah. So I mean, with that still, that would be. Then mid May, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And Civil War is the beginning of May, isn't it? Yeah, May fourth, May first, sixth, May sixth, yeah, May sixth, yeah. So, yeah, I mean that gives them an episode that week, and then if they do the double finale, that's two more episodes afterwards. Or they might not do that special because you know sometimes they do a repeat and then the special. Yeah, I think I think they'll skip something like that, or or do it along with the the episode i think we'll get it straight through and a two-hour finale yeah yeah we'll get a new episode and yeah a new episode and then the special or special and then the new episode yeah either. yeah 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 because if they go straight through may 24th would be the the end date for the show which at that point they'd have three episodes after uh civil war hits the theater so my guess is yeah they'll probably double up and the season may 17th and that'll that'll be that yeah that's not too that that makes sense so closure. Uh, so when this episode started, did anybody get the feeling like maybe this was like a dream sequence? It seemed a little too, almost like perfect. Yeah, yeah. It did. I, I, did, I, I definitely didn't... got. Oh, I definitely got the feeling something was going to happen, whether it was a dream or, or something else, because nobody gets this good for this much of an idyllic existence in this show. Well, I thought it would be a nightmare for Rosalind since we have to deal with. Uh, she finding out that her whole world was a lie working and then, you know, working for the, the group. Right. We never really got any closure, uh, <laughs> so to speak, with 
with her and her reaction to everything that happened in the previous episode, which is a shame. And her mentor, you know, kind of yeah. being her, you know, yeah, side. yeah, he's Hydra. I mean, it's 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 really a, sh- a shame. I mean, because I mean, maybe I'm. I guess I was a little naive because I just I really thought it was just a great character moment between those two, and they've had such a good relationship and. It, it's I, I still I'm still sort of a little uh, upset that that we lost her character because I think it it did a lot to to just like elevate the show and and give Coulson some good material and she was a great character and it just let us see some lighter moments in between all the action which mm-hmm. you know they're uh, you know we definitely need more of that stuff and now it's just one more person who's had sort of like a brutal thing happen to them and. And there was so much story with her that we never got to explore. And it gave him a peer. It gave him someone. It t- kind of she kind of took May's place as being yeah, the confidant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she yeah. was. I remember her from uh, the second season of House of Cards too. She's a really good actress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did she have to leave now. to do something else, or mm, I don't know. Or they I don't wrote know. She, it that way. She said in an interview that she always knew she was leaving. She always uh-huh. knew she had a limited time, but she didn't know until the day of filming that episode that she was dying so i you know i'm assuming they always intended it that way but it definitely seemed like we could have at least had one more episode where she sort of dealt with the fallout of everything and you know could have at the end of an episode they could have had that moment but i guess they really wanted to open it up i kind of thought it would be like one episode of her her team blending with his team like really blending on it on a whole episode to do one mission and right. then she dies they, you know, like, yeah. they do that and then you know if she's going to die then they're going to die later right i just thought it was funny that they're having this they're sitting on this fancy dining room table with candlelight and wine and they're eating cheap burgers with ketchup packets and uh, table salt it, it just was it was this this kind of odd mix of of what's supposed to be a romantic dinner yet mm-hmm. it's it's them eating just takeout yeah and and i guess the biggest bummer too is um you know they basically fridged her character so yeah, yeah. that's that's um i think that was my biggest i mean obviously like losing the character but then i you know i was sort of immediately taken back by you know you know, losing a strong female character just to give Coulson something to do right. for the rest of the the season, which was, you know, that's also a shame. Yeah, like we need more reasons to hate Ward. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. we don't, we really don't need like a more another excuse to hate him. But you know, just like pile it on the pot. I hated that too. It just, the only thing is is that the acting that um that came out of that with Clark Gregg was so good. Yes. Yeah, I mean it's 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 great that he has that fire lit under him. It's just uh yeah, I mean you almost wish it could have happened in some other way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was and the way it was shot too, it was very personal. Like you don't see her actually get shot. You hear it. Right. And, and I don't think that was like right. a rate that was almost like a intentional choice. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, it was a quiet moment, yeah. Yeah. And it's it's all focused on Coulson, and then given what happens and and everything else, it was just meant to to you know zone in on that. But you know the the Ward thing is kind of funny, and we'll talk about that uh, at the end of Maveth, obviously. But I, I don't know if maybe they do this sometimes just to show like Ward is not coming back from being evil. Like 
there's times in the show where, you know, since the, since the big reveal of Ward happened where I'm like, well, maybe they're going to try and like do something where he'll come around and then he does something just like horrific. And every time Mm -hmm. you start to think maybe they're making him sympathetic, something like this happens. Like he shoots, he shoots Roz in, in, in the throat. And it's like, you know, I, I think sometimes that's maybe why they do it. Um, and and I think yeah. that's good because it is it is a Whedon show, you know, at the heart of it. And we, you know, I mean, if you've watched Buffy and Angel and you know, and even like Dollhouse and some of those other shows, you know, the other shows he's done, there always seems to be a reason why the big bad of one season or one story arc or whatever ends up becoming closely allied with the hero. Um, and sometimes it's a little hard. It, that pill's a little hard to swallow, and sometimes it makes more sense. And I guess because of that, it it's kind of, I've kind of been waiting for it, right? I've been kind of, and we, again, we talked about this a lot on the show, you know, waiting, or what are they going to do with Ward? And I think, like I said, every time they let a little bit of time pass and they do this, I think that's what, I think maybe they're purposely saying, this is not going to be like Spike or, you know, or some of these other characters on, you know, or Angel or any of the, you know, these mm-hmm. other characters where we've, you know, it, it- had them turn around. It's kind of hard because the way TV is done now and the way that writing uh, is done now, villains are not always so easy to be portrayed because it, back in the day, they'd be really evil all the time. Right. And that that's it. But now you want to kind of have some screen time for the villains. So you make them funny or you make them charismatic and you, or you, you know, like you get them, you, you, you put it in a way that they have a verbal uh, conflict as opposed to always being the villain doing something very evil. And then the, the audience tends to go, well, maybe he's not so bad. I mean, even in uh, Jessica Jones, there are people out there that really thought that the, that Kilgrave was not that evil, that maybe they should get together and maybe, you know, like maybe he could be redeemed. He should, right. you know, like because of the way that they tell his origin, um, and and so they have to remind you all the time that no 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 don't get it caught up that he's a good guy he's not a good guy so they'll have him always every couple of episodes they'll have him do something like beat up and kill a bunch of people on a boat you know like get yeah, into a yeah. fight or you know like it's it's a, he'll always because they have to do that I think and that's that's the the, the uh, kind of the struggle that they go through with the characters but sometimes when they use a character as much as they do people. St- tend to like him more or, you know, or female either way, but just people tend to like the character a little bit more and they don't want the character to go. So it's, it's a struggle. Yeah. 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 And then, then you have moments like in heroes where Siler just could not get off the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> he was they just crush. kept finding ways to where it's like, yeah. well, we got to keep him on the show. Everyone likes him and mm-hmm. he's, you know, a good actor. And it's like, well, Sometimes you got to let people go, and yeah, I mean, without jumping ahead, I mean, we're we're sort of uh, border bordering on that with with uh, Shield and Ward right now. Yeah, yeah. I did like the that it was like one long shot. They tried to do it like one continuous tracking shot with the you know when he when they show Coulson and he's down and he's trying to you know to to go to Roz and then they do the tilt shift around they go through the window and they go down the street I, that was just kind of a cool again yeah, I think, it, was, it was shot really well yeah the whole yeah mm-hmm. I mean it's brutal it's effective I mean it reminded me of Wanted yeah absolutely absolutely oh, yeah I really shot that yeah yeah 
and then Colson just goes unhinged. And I think there was there was a lot of cool stuff with him. I think I think sometimes it's easy to forget that Colson is a lifelong trained agent of Shield, and uh, these last couple episodes have kind of really shown that you know he's got skills. You know he can, uh, you know he can fight his way out of a out of a bad situation besides just pointing a gun and shooting it you know that that yeah you know, definitely they're, they're, they're trying to show that he can do a little more so he's so well mannered though too like <laughs> yeah. i re- recently rewatched uh iron man like i was looking at it on my phone killing time and just the way that he comes off is he's like the he's like the the nice man the nice you know mild-mannered yeah. man that you didn't know he's a trained agent that can, you know, do yeah. many things. It's, it's not until that one shot, the Thor's hammer one, that we even see what he can do. Mm-hmm. And then he does that, like, amazing takedown sequence in the gas station. But, uh, I mean, having said all that, I really, really like Mac being in charge of the group. I'll be too. Yeah, me too. I, I, his character is awesome, and when, when Coulson puts him in charge... So he can go on his little like uh, vendetta or whatever. I thought that was great. And in this episode and the next, I thought he was awesome as the leader of the group. Yeah, they felt like they wanted to give him a. They wanted to uh, put him in a situation to level him up for something coming up. It felt yeah. like maybe he'll yeah. end up on the Mockingbird show. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe. I, I would just think he'd be more in charge of Daisy's group. Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah. Like a mini director of mm-hmm. what they're doing. Yeah, I, I I think the him and Coulson bounce each other out so well, and so I think they they definitely want to elevate him just like May to be more of like one of his equals, a little more seasoned, a little more you know cool headed. He's he's not necessarily the field agent. He's he's more calling the shots, and I think that's a good call because he really he could use more screen time. Um, I think he's a great character so i'm 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 definitely happy with them beefing up what he does on the show they do such a good job of 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 developing him and daisy together like their relationships like when they're talking and they're interacting and hanging out and you know and calling out tremors i'm like yeah (laughs) so it's such a good pairing like they did such a good job with that this season and you never think it either like i never would have thought that those two characters would be the link yeah, they're both you know. kind of like outsiders in a way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, you know, when Daisy came in, when Sky came into the show, you know, she was our point of view character. She didn't she wasn't trained. She wasn't an agent. She was just kind of this rogue hacker person. And Max kind of the same way. Mac was like, hey, I just want to stay in the motor pool. I just want right. to work on cars. I just want to fix stuff like don't get me involved in your nonsense. Yeah, I'll, I'll do what needs to be done. But mm-hmm. I would prefer to just do this. And so, yeah, I don't crave it. Yeah, I don't yeah. Crave so, the action. Yeah, so the two of them kind of maybe you know that's kind of their bonding, you know, thing is is they have that in common. But you know, I like that Colson makes a point of saying, "You're, you know, he's because Mac even asked him, well, why didn't you put May in charge?" And he's like, you know, May May's too close with what's going on with Andrew, and you know, mm-hmm. her and Ward had the, you know had their thing going on. Like, you're the only one of the whole group that doesn't have an axe to grind with Ward. Like, you don't. Like he hasn't hasn't affected you personally. I mean, even with like you know he shot Bobby and and messed her up. So you know Bobby and Hunter are kind of out of the picture. You know him and May were sleeping together, so that that's a problem for them. You know, obviously everything with Coulson, everything with with Daisy. You know Fitz and Simmons putting him at the bottom of the ocean. I mean everybody has an axe to grind with Ward except for Mac. So yeah, 
And we're totally reminded of this in this episode when Coulson is like having everybody you know, in the original team yes. like tell him what they yes. remember about Ward. It's like every you know, it's like bringing it all back. It's like oh, you know, in case the viewers weren't there for it, or they forgot you know them, that him and May had a one night stand, or you know what he did you know to to Fitz and Simmons you know uh, separately and together, or you know what I mean? It's like a backdoor Just clip come, show, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> Without yeah, the clips, yeah. and it also you know like you, we were saying before, it gives the. It gives the uh, the villain more of a three dimensionality, so we like are more interested in the story, you know, rather than just being a, you know, a typical you know trope monologue villain. You know, we we're able to like piece all these bits together that we knew about Ward, you know, back when he was undercover. Right, they spell it all to out, against, like he right to do. use against him now that he's not, you know, now, yeah. now that he's like uh, bucking to be head of Hydra, I guess, by the yeah. end of this episode. And it was interesting too that when. Colson decides to kind of abdicate his directorship briefly. You know, he takes Bobby and Hunter. You know, the only thing I thought was weird was when he went after Hunter the way he did. Like, I thought mm-hmm. that was maybe a little over the top. I, I didn't, I didn't, yeah. I thought that was like, I get, I get being mad at him for not finishing the job and if he wanted to kind of berate him, but the whole like almost choking him out thing, like, I, I, I thought I, that that's like my main criticism of the episode. I, I think they just, I think that was too far. Yeah, so I think they like it though. Hunter is easy to choke. Like he, he <laughs> yeah. is a character where you could be mad at. Like people take out their anger on him because he's kind of the, he's kind of the relief, the comic relief for the show at yeah. times. And he, he can go from being the silly, just a silly guy that says the wrong thing at the wrong time to being this is a trained killer too. Like he's yeah. just not, yeah. you he's know, the like Hawkeye of agents of shield. Yeah. He like kind of is the yeah. comic, the comic book Hawkeye more. They did it a little bit in Ultron making him mm-hmm. like the butt of the joke, but he, he definitely feels like that. Like he, he belongs on the team, but he's definitely like the whipping boy. I just, I love Hunter. Like I, I would, I mean, I, yeah, he, he's, <laughs> he's, just, amazing. he's such an awesome character. Like he just, he, I love that they have the character that just speaks his mind, you know, like, I guess I can't remember. I think it was it was in Maveth where he's just like, uh, I just want you all to know that I'm not willing to die here for all this. <laughs> like if this goes really yeah. south, and he I'm wasn't out. even, I wasn't even a fan of Hunter. Like it took a, it took me it oh, took really? a while for me to take to him. Like he he was kind of the the outsider dude that tagged along because you you kind of like the main group, and he's just the outsider that kind of shook things up a little bit. So it took him. It took I don't know when it happened, but it just took a minute. For me to just accept him, yeah, and he and, didn't and, really start yeah. off. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, like that the the scene. I think when I think uh, the next episode, there's a, there's a scene in the next episode that kind of makes me go. I guess I do like Hunter now. Like I forget. Like he was fun. He he had a scene with with um, Mac and 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 uh, and Daisy, and it just it was like, you know what? He's he's part of the group. He's in. I like the I like the way he plays off Bobby too. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. could have got cheesy too. Yeah, so exactly. it's, it's it, that they they handle it in a good way because that could have that could have got tiresome for for uh, people to watch when you when you have a couple that's part of a, you know in the middle of an ensemble. So they handled that pretty well. Yeah, and and I think one of the things that they've they've done a really good job of twice. With May and with Andrew and with Bobby and with Hunter is you know, we we had these two characters where they would talk all the time about their ex mm-hmm. and you know it could have felt it could have easily been forced when they introduced that ex and you know them trying to like show that they have rapport and history and all this but 
in both of those pairings, like they, they both of the actors just instantly mesh and, and you believe that they have that history. So, I mean, yeah, I think, uh, they just have such great chemistry together. And if, if they're going to be the ones on that spinoff, I think that's sort of the perfect balance, like her being the badass and him being the comic relief. Poor Banks. I'll have to pour one out for our, for our boy Banks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he was missing. We were talking about how we just haven't seen him for a few episodes. And then he just shows up again and immediately gets killed. I hated that, though. I wish they would have had time to do more with him, too. Yeah, they just, like, wiped out the entire ATCU. Like, we've had nine episodes of their existence, and now they're just gone. Because it could have been a, a cool little thing of him and Coulson having a drink at the end, kind of, like, talking about their girl. Like, yeah. they, they knew her. They both knew her so well, and they could have, you know, kind of had that conversation instead of killing him off like that. Yeah, I thought he was going to get folded in, so I was like, wow. That's what I thought, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he would have had some great perspective on her character as well that, you know, that we haven't seen. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's known her for we don't really know how long, but, you know. I will say the one cool thing about that scene, and if, if this is why they did it, then, you know, it, it kind of tempers it a little bit, is when he shoots the two guards and then turns around to Fitz and Simmons. Because we kind of were pretty sure that he was in the dark like Zimmer was, or like... um like Roz was, but not a hundred percent sure. So you almost have that split second where it's like, Oh, he was really working for Malik the whole time. And he knew what mm-hmm. was going on. And then, you know, then when he kind of has that look on your, on his face, it's like, Oh, he's it's, it's Gaiera. Like, I'm, you know, and it kind of made sense, but, but that was kind of a cool right. moment where, you know, as you're watching it and caught in the moment of all this stuff going on, it, it's, it, it, they almost pulled it off. Yeah, yeah, but they could have had him survive that that encounter still. Sure, sure, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, oh well, we hardly knew ye. <laughs> and then Coulson going at their, when they went after Ward's brother. I that was another thing that was I think it was pretty well done because it I didn't know what was going on. Like they talked about going off book, and they're like, okay, that you know I get it. Coulson's pretty pissed. He's you know they're mm-hmm. going to do something drastic. Then they talk about robbing a bank. Then they go into a bank and rob it. And I'm like, what is going on with this? Yeah, I didn't know what yeah. the deal with that was. I was like, is he still in money to get to 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 one of his friends yeah. so he can uh, get information on Ward or like I thought maybe the Hydra money that he's been using is in that bank maybe right and, right you know like maybe that's oh, yeah. uh, but uh, it was kind of cool so yeah and then they take Ward's brother and then it, again it all starts to kind of you know the one thing about this this episode it, and, and even the next episode it kind of pulls together all the little bits and pieces that we've got about Ward you know throughout the first couple you know few seasons you know the, mm-hmm. that episode the well you know where he you know, we first we thought it was Ward that was down the well, and then we find out no, it was his brother, and this is the brother that was down the well. All um, right. You know, and he talks about how you know he burnt the house down, and then he killed his parents and his you know and and Christian Ward, and you know just kind of it kind of closed that loop. Um, and it was real interesting to see his reaction to what they wanted to do with Grant, and you know what what they planned on doing it. So it was it was really interesting. And then uh, you know you kind of start to see where. Ward is kind of like maybe descending into madness a little bit. Um, Not kind of. Well, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Oh my god! But he still I has mean. that soft spot for his brother. It's like uh, I tell you what, when when Coulson called him back and Ward and, and he didn't know his brother was on the other line, and he he says, "I will gut 
fits from head to toe, like mm-hmm. just the intensity in his voice and everything. It was, I was like, I thought Brett Dalton really, you know, another thing we talk about a lot is Evil Ward is way, way, way more interesting than, you know, Boy Scout Ward. I mean, it's, oh, you're so right. He was the one that I didn't sure. pay attention to on the team. And yeah. And for him to be the guy, you know, to be the evil one, I think that's when the, the, he really became an, an exciting character to watch. And it's not mustache twirling evil either. It's like Mm-mm. he's just a bad dude. Like he's. Well, and he thinks he's like doing the right thing, which is kind of where the best evil comes yeah. from. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. like Wilson Fisk, you know, and, you know, he's he's psychotic and psychopathic and he has no regard for like human life. But he thinks in some weird way, he thinks he's like helping, you know. Yeah. He, he doesn't does. really he have an agenda, weird, I guess. But all the best I, villains don't think they're villains yeah, in, their own, exactly. in their own mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? He has that weird thing. He's like, even if he stabs you, it's like, no, no, I could have shot you. I did it just for you. I, yeah, you know, like oh this was, God, so, I had a reason. He's so creepy with that. He does that so well. Those moments where he's like doing something fucked up and brutal, but he, 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 in his mind, like believes that that he was helping. Yeah, it's not. It's not what you think. It's not. Yeah. Like it's. It's like oh, what? You're a monster. Yeah, like, he's such what? like an abusive person. Like convincing like the victim that like he's helping them. It's just like ooh, mm-hmm. it's pretty in- insidious. You got the crazy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody else think that Powers Booth's Malik is a little too over the top? Like he's just a little too too much like he needs to pull it back just a little bit well he was the over the top one in avengers when yeah, he was it seems like it's way more over the top now like i don't know maybe because we could see him fully and he, he yeah was like kind of behind the curtain it's, it's powers you gotta let him go out there and do his powers boo thing you know what i mean like with powers yeah, boo, I, I love it when he's, when he's when he, i mean when he's playing that character on the show yeah. i'm ripped every time i i don't know i realize it's over the top and maybe a little broad or whatever but I really, really like that character. And I like, like he's him. old school evil character. Yeah, like, yeah. He, yeah, for sure. He's totally like you know, like he would walk in a room with guys with guns on everyone and just start talking, just start doing a monologue while he's drinking some bourbon. Yeah, exactly. That's, and that's it, his guy. That's his character. That's, that's, I think it. I think it works. There's nobody else really like that on the show, so I think it no, works no. in that sense. But I mean, he's definitely theatrical about it, but. I, I, again, I think it works. If every villain w- on the show was like that, but he contrasts so nicely with Ward, who's sort of mm-hmm. like hot-headed in a way. Like, he's just so calm, but also grandiose, whereas Ward is so narrowly focused, but he and goes And it kind of goes rails. with his kind of phasing out. Like, they killed a lot of the older guys in Hydra. Yeah. Um, he's kind of what's left, and, and his... You know, his group is, is gone. It's going to the next. Like, they really don't have that many people left. In yeah, Hydra he, f- anymore. he fits in with the sort of more bombastic, like, old school Hydra vibe. He's fighting for relevance, actually. I mean, that's... Yeah. That's basically what this plan was. Like, he's bringing this to tr- fruition. Legacy. Yeah. Yeah. But the episode ends, I thought the tag was a little underwhelming. Like, usually the tag is, like, something big that happens or supposed to be something big, and this just seemed like just a continuation of the episode. But Yeah, I, it was I, just like, oh, he's he's the place where he yeah. went. But I thought it was pretty cool that Coulson just 
dove straight in so parachute right so into cool. the well. That you was didn't pretty think cool. Think about it. Yeah. Like that could have been the tag almost. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's not Coulson. That. No. No, Coulson pulls the parachute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That, that was that was great. I mean, I I won't think too much about the physics of that, like how he exploded on the other end or whatever, but it was awesome. <laughs> Because I would imagine if you're traveling straight down like that and then you pop out of the ground, you must have shot shot up in the air. This season is just... I wonder for next season, will they go back to the suit and tie, Coulson? Because this he's been stripped of everything that we knew of him. Like, everything with him has been changed. He's, he's, yeah. he's running off book. He's not planning anymore. He's, he's doing stuff off the cuff. Like, this was a character that was built upon everything was a plan within a plan within a plan. Yeah. And look, what, look what all he's been through. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They did They did a lot of the focus for these seasons have been to kind of take that all away. Like, S.H.I.E.L.D. is your, S.H.I.E.L.D. was his thing. We're going to take that away. Everything you believe in, we're taking it away. Like, you know, like um, having all these plans and plan. We got people that, that did better plans than you. You don't even know now. Like yeah. you can't even trust who you used to trust. It's 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 all gone. I mean, even losing his hand, he can't even wear a suit, and 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 you know, like and wear it and and put a tie on on his own anymore. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. It, I mean, it does seem like they'll have to dial it back in some way because he can't just keep like accelerating like this and still be like the anchor of the show. Yeah. So unless they're going to kill him off, which I just kind of never see happening. No. But he's um, lost everything. I mean, this has been the the last thing is you lose the love of your life now. Like he already, he had. It was different when he left. When he died, he just decided never to tell the woman that he loved that he was alive. That was different. Like at least he knew she was alive. She was safe. Right. Right. She was okay. But to have. Like, this is a woman that knew him as a person, knew everything about him. And to take that away from him, now yeah. what we, what is he going to do? Yeah, and I mean, that look, I mean, I you know, I not to skip ahead again, but it's hard not to do. But that look, he gives fits at the end, and then it just, like, focuses on, on his face, like, right before mm-hmm. the end of Maybeth. It's just like... That's that's a broken person right there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of Mavis, so. I think we're I think we're there. Uh, the, the one cool thing about this was I liked the and they they we actually got this at the end of the last episode, but Daisy got her team. Uh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. You know. Finally, Mac decided to activate Lincoln and and Joey Gutierrez. So, mm. you know, it's a, it's a team of three, but but still, they it, need one more. They need a girl. Yeah. Any one more woman. Well, yeah. you well, did hear the rumor, like right? to get one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo-Yo. Yeah. yeah. God, I hope Which I love. Man, I loved her in, in uh, Secret Warriors. Oh, man. They yeah. need it. Like, I think that's the, that's the thing that they need to have. They yeah. need to kind That'd of balance great. it out. Yeah. yeah, they need a speedster. Marvel no longer, they lost their one speedster. Yeah. And with Flash, I mean, those effects look incredible. So, I mean, I think you could get some really good stuff done. It would be totally different looking from any other power set on the show, and then right. you can do it for cheaper really... too. Like oh yeah, yeah, it's a cheap effect. Sure, and she's got that cool thing where she 
shoots back to the area she started with. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's like a great twist on a classic superpower. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, yeah. And then it really balances out the team. You've got four Inhumans and Mac. And, they've and all I don't know how long Lincoln is going to last because he always seems like he's about to do the wrong yeah, thing. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> <I know. laughs> he just, uh, he, he irks me. That's the one that, that, that I don't like. <laughs> yeah, I don't really see. I, it's unfortunate because, I mean, obviously Daisy and Mac are, are 100% just like friends, but their mm-hmm. chemistry as actors is 10 times better than than the chemistry between uh, Chloe Bennett and... Um, Luke Mitchell. It almost seems a little forced. Yeah, it's it like does. they're supposed to be together, so they're together. But yeah, it's yeah. Like why? But they don't fit yet. Like yeah, they wouldn't don't... they ever Mm-mm. shown they that? Yeah, they don't fit yet. Like, if anything, it's weird that Daisy would like him because he's a little. He has a little bit too much ward in him. Meaning, yeah, he's a li- He goes a little dark too quick. Yeah, he was about to kill that guy he had already knocked out. Yeah, uh, Yaira. Like, I, I mean, just don't was, see. I'm sorry. No, I was just, just that was you know, pretty ward like. Mm-hmm. I don't see. I just don't see Daisy like going to that again. Yeah, I do like. I'm liking more and more Joey Gutierrez. Like when he, I will be honest with you, when he first premiered at the beginning of the season, I was like, mm-hmm. man, I don't. He was like super nervous and right. I, like I didn't think he was good at all. And I tell you what, these last two episodes, he's really coming around. He's got that. He's got really good comic timing, and it's it's just I don't know I just I I really and just this whole episode when you know Daisy's about to get shot and he jumps in front and you know his, oh, his that was so his cool. metal melting powers just melted the bullets it was it was really Bulletproof cool. Joey, yeah that was that that was great yeah I mean he's got sort of the fish out of water thing where yeah I, I guess Lincoln has that a little bit but you know where neither one of them are like understand shield you know what it's like to be in shield you know yeah but at he's, least at least lincoln knows what it's like to be an inhuman like he's been exactly you know, in afterlife and, right. and everything else and he seems like he's he's had his fair share of like rough times yeah. as well which they keep and lincoln's too to. cool for school kind of kind of yeah. attitude and, yeah. right right the yeah. other joey's more like i i can melt bullets yeah he's excited <laughs> I mean, yeah cool. when he was like i'm bulletproof i mean that was like <laughs> yes yeah. that's how you want someone to react when they have I mean, he's done such a 180, you know, he yeah. was like freaking out. And now he's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. I'm bulletproof. Right. So, yeah, so I thought that was that was good. And it was good. You know, they kind of tag teamed, you know, they needed Lincoln to go take out the power. And then, you know, Joey melted the great to get them in. I, I think it was just it was cool to see them mesh as a team. And then, mm-hmm. you know, Daisy using her power to, you know, distract people. And then, you know, it just I don't know. It just it seemed like it gelled. Like, I, I think. And. And Mac is like the older brother. Yes. So yeah. when he goes, 100%. I'm taking the Power Rangers, I started. <laughs> that, was so good. that was a great line. Oh, so what? Great that was line. Awesome. Yeah, okay. he's still just sort of like. I, I also loved when he was there explaining everything about the alien planet. And he's just like, do you, do you guys hear yourselves? Like, is this. Are we really believing this? <laughs> you know? He's right. like. He's like you were saying with, with Sky being the point of view character. I mean, he's the character who's like, is. Are you serious? Is all of this really happening? You know what he reminds me of in a way? He is kind of die- he's like Die Hard to me. John McClane and Die Hard. He's like I can fight. Yeah. I can like even though if I beat this guy up with the shooting beams out of his eyes, he still when he fights, he finishes the fight. He's like huffing and puffing like did I just beat a guy with that shoots beams out of his eyes? Like it's like everything is like an amazing thing for him. I'm on vacation. 
yeah, I'm just trying to play video games today. Why am I getting yeah. shot at by everybody? Like, what is the deal? I just want to work on cars. I don't want any yeah. of this. So, do you guys think that this is the blue area of the moon they're being transported no. to? No, no there's like a, a there's world. like a weird looking moon in the sky, and like... yeah, there's like two things in the sky. I think that's. Oh, the... I missed that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why the whole be... Tatooine joke. When, uh, comes and they up. say cities. Right. It makes me think that maybe it's an outpost of. Of inhuman cities or something could be, yeah, yeah. That right. was a nice little tidbit that sort of got lost in the shuffle of like him being revealed. But yeah, I mean, we we saw the the sort of Hydra monument. We saw a city, and then apparently there were eight other cities, mm. which and is they all fought. Each, it seemed to be that they all tried to do something. And they all fought each other. No one agreed or something. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think and that's one, what he said. One city remained. Hmm. Yeah, it's definitely something to rewatch, but I I'm assuming we'll now that um you know, now that the creature Maveth or whatever we're calling him is is back in the form of Ward, I imagine we'll get some exposition between him and Malik about that. Yeah. I uh, I, I like Fitz a lot in this episode. I mean, I thought that was cool when he you know, he opened the hatch and and yeah. you know, duck down and then it was you know he yeah. kind of next time close it with you close yeah. it. well yeah. i almost think it, I, I don't know if about you guys but i thought he was maybe like he tried to pull a fast one on ward but at the mm-hmm. same time he was definitely trying to lead them to will i thought for a minute like oh man fitz has given him up like i i thought maybe that was all intentional uh, oh i but, just assumed that he was like this is the only way like i can't just run right. away and get him it's like i'm gonna have to have to trick like i'm gonna have to trick them into taking will with us yeah if i say he knows how to get to certain places that they need to get to then maybe they'll you know they'll take us both there there might be hope that they'll take us both but i i still want to hit him in the head though (laughs) but just a little bit like uh stop letting that woman rule your life like this (laughs) (laughs) like i said it's love it is love and then it's come on woman like you're just you're killing me here what do you want me to do i mean but I, I, anyway, I thought it, I I thought it was cool, you know, that they kind of well at the time we thought it was Will, uh, mm-hmm. you know, bonded and I it, it all kind of made sense after the fact, like why he was taking him to that city, like it was like well, none of this stuff came up before, like this right. doesn't make any sense, right. like I, right. I I almost felt like they were playing fast and loose with some stuff here. It's like okay, if this was here, why wouldn't he have shown Gemini? He's like, oh, it was in the no fly zone, and they kept making all this stuff up, and I was like, okay, that doesn't seem right. And then when you find out that, um. You know the creature is Will is the creature. It's like oh okay now that makes sense. I, yeah, I did think Will being dead though, like right off the bat, in retrospect, right off the bat, I thought it was a little cheap. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it kind of, I don't know, maybe it's just a way to kind of move things along and not dwell on stuff. But I felt a little bit like we we're getting cheated of some further yeah, dramatic we, moments, and yeah, and, and maybe they just didn't want to go down that whole three way love triangle, and it just turned into a thing with the show. And maybe right. you know, maybe in retrospect, we we should be thanking them for doing it this way. But it 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 just felt like there's no closure, it's, and it was just like so right. sudden. Because it saves her from making a choice. Sure, though. sure. Like and when it, and that and that can kind of be like if they because I really do see that I I mean they might not do it, but it might. I keep thinking they're gonna put them together at the end of the season. Yeah, I mean, Daryl, it's funny you and I were kind of chatting back and forth last mm-hmm. week. And and we're saying that we thought that either Fitz or Simmons was going to die because 
with Will in the mix, it would it would either way it would kind of add some interesting dramatic elements to it. And, yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. and now that they took Will out of the equation, it kind of uh, you know it kind of negates that. But I think the only next thing that could happen is now she's in mourning for Will. He just goes on and does his thing, and then maybe somebody in the group or he meets somebody that kind of likes him that they he kind of bonds with yeah even he might not even be you know like like them like that but he bonds with this woman and then simmons kind of sees this and goes oh wait a minute you you can't take my fits i mean you what are you doing like i think i could see them going that route a little bit to to kind of make her look and see uh what she has because she kind of they, they haven't kind of done that like she's kind of he everything he's done for her she's kind of counted on it like it's he's always been there he's never faltered he's always been her rock yeah and i think that they kind of need i think they do need to kind of shake it up a little bit and have fits be a little bit more um more on his own you know like not worried about her like she's she'll be yeah. fine she'll heal but I think it'd be cool to see fit to go on a couple of missions or maybe go on a little adventure on his own without her and without pining about her, but just doing right. his own thing. Right. Yeah. Cause him proactive and it has been so great this season yeah. from the first episode to him, like even him taking on will, you know, it was just, or, you know, the, you know, possessed will, whatever, you know, he's just, he, he holds his own a lot more. Definitely. I mean, and he stands up to Ward a lot more than he used to. You know, yeah, this is a yeah. dude that had to face death quite a bit. I mean, this is a dude that, that kind of, he went from being a guy that um, wanted everything to be the same, you know, kind of didn't want things to change, didn't want new people to come in. And, you know, like he kind of was like that. And then now he's kind of the guy that's had to pretty much, take the the initiative and things and and it, this goes against his type like he's he's grown up i mean, I mean yeah is, yeah definitely this is him really and i think what helped him is his mentors mac has been a mentor to him colson yeah. has been a mentor to him uh even uh um crazy one uh what's his name uh even ward to in a sense yeah, yeah. in the beginning it's been sure. a mentor early on yeah because he showed you that you have to trust yourself. Like you have to, you know, you, the world isn't always fair. <laughs> like there's, there's, you know, science and everything, you have that. But there's a world outside of that. You have to, you know, you have to know what you're dealing with. Um, so even even Bobby, I think Bobby's kind of, you know, been there too. Like been like a, a sister to him, like, you know, kind of helping him out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. With dealing with this. So I, I, I think after they come back from the season... I'm ready for Fitz to be a little bit, you know, more on his own, more confident about what he, because he is confident about himself now. Like he stands yep. differently. Yep. The only time he feels like he's going back to that person that he was before, the naive person, is when he deals with Simmons to a point. But when he had that argument with her and then he kissed her, I think that was the change. I think that was when he was like, you know what? I could do, even if I'm not with you, I think he kind of did that. I think he kind of said to her, all right, I'm cool if I'm not with you. You know, like, we're not going to be together. I'm cool with that. I'll deal with it. As long as you're alive. I don't want you dead. You know, like, I do still love you as my friend. But if we're not going to be together, I could deal with it. If you wind up being with Will, 
I'm cool. I'll, I'll move on. I'll do something else. And I, I want to see him be that way. Like, you know what? You were in love with him. I'll move on. You know, I'll do my thing. And then Simmons be the one to have to kind of go after Fitz a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And earn his, you know, affection again. Yeah. Or, I mean, even not. I mean, I think one of the things that we've never really got to delve into with the two of them is, you know, they depend on each other and they're Mm -hmm. so alike and they're such a team. But and we know he has romantic feelings for her, but we never really know if she has feelings more than just like a friend or even a family member with him. And I think she's been confused about that just because he Mm -hmm. has them and she's like well do i maybe i do and you know we've talked about that how that can be a tough thing when you're really close with somebody it's it's sort of hard to like tell where that line is but so it he's like like the safe crutch the crutch for her kind of like she always knows he's gonna be there i think someone had said something to that to her on the show I don't know yeah, if it was Mac, Bobby. Mac did. Mac did when she when he when she first came back from right, Hydra right. because he's like you can't you know you can't heal with he can't heal when you're around and she's like why mm-hmm. do you think I left and that was sort of like the whole thing yeah. and and yeah so it might be good like you're saying if somebody else comes in and and we learn that you know maybe they're not supposed to be together maybe they they are just really good friends and. And I would hate for her to just be the indecisive one. Like, it felt like she might have had feelings for Trip and didn't decide. Or she might have, you know, like, she liked Warren in the beginning a little bit. She had a little crush on him. And then this guy, like, I don't want her to be the, you know, to, to keep being portrayed as the as the one that falls for other guys. <laughs> while The, the, the quote-unquote nice typical girl, you know. Yeah, yeah. like, the, like and I hope they don't do that. Like, you know. Either deal with that or have them push that aside, and you think, know, like I think they're starting right. Don't to. define her character by by well, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. the reason I say this is, is in the last episode when when she went up against Ward. I think just everything she's been through has changed her experience because she was pretty hardcore with Ward. I mean, she was like, "Oh yeah, do your oh, yeah. worst." You know, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're just an idiot. You know, do you, do you you know do you, I forget the exact term she used, but she said <laughs> you are. You're such the idiot, or you're—I I can't remember—but you know, she, she wasn't. She's not afraid of him. Um, no, not yeah. in that way. Right. Even tonight, to or like last night when she escapes and and all that, and letting Andrew out. I mean, yeah, she's she's a lot more brutal than she used to be. Her and Fitz both. I mean, they've really mm-hmm. matured in some dark ways yeah. because of what they've been through. The captain right. idiot. I think that's what she called him. You're the captain idiot. She did say that. <laughs> yeah, that was her funny line. Or the when she chastised um, Daniel uh, when he was in the cage. He was like, well, after what you did. Like, this is the way she yeah. did it. Where she was right to shoot you. Like, <laughs> oh, with right. all the right. stuff you Andrew, did. Yeah, yeah. Andrew, I mean, Andrew. Andrew. Yeah. Like, yeah. he was right to shoot you. Yeah. Like, what do you, you mean? Don't get mad at her yeah. for shooting you. It, it's funny. We talked about last weeks that we talk about closure opening with like this it for me like this dreamlike quality to the to the beginning of the episode and this one literally started with the dream of you know <laughs> colson you know unconscious you right. know because I, I it was funny when the when the opening credits roll and we see constant zimmer's name i was like wait what what like mm-hmm. I, I was like oh it must be a flashback and so this was kind of interesting i think again it it helps solidify where colson is at in his head you know this. Yeah, definitely. You know this wouldn't have been Coulson a year ago or two years ago. You know the, this really, really affected him at a pretty deep level. 
Um, and so it was, I, I, I thought it was pretty well done. Um, and then just, you know, Coulson on the hunt, uh, for the, for the episode. I thought, I thought, I don't know. It just, it just, it just kind of worked. Uh, it, I think it, I think it worked for me. Um, so we talked about it a little bit, but the whole Gemma, uh, letting lash out. So, you know, mm-hmm. Blair Underwood comes back as, as, um, uh, as Andrew. And th- I don't know if you guys picked up on this and maybe I missed something, but during that whole thing, so she lets Andrew out, Andrew kills all the inhumans. So yeah, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, first without her knowing, like right. first he, you could tell when the budget, like we, we you only have money for certain things. They're right. like, we don't have money for a last thing again. So she, he made sure that she was able to get out. Right. To get away. And then it seems he went back and just killed every inhuman that they had. And I think she is, knew when she let him out, he was going to kill the Hydra agents. Like, there was no right. question. Yeah, yeah. And right. I think, like, in her mind, she's like, okay, I can, I can, this is okay because it's, at this point, it's us or them. Yeah, they're okay. Yeah. Like, they can, they're trying to kill yeah. her and everyone else on the team. Though so I, it's, I, that's fine. I did feel that, I mean, looking at it more logistically, it's like, or logically even, she's, you know, they probably wouldn't have killed. I, I don't know that it was life or death. I mean, she had escaped, but basically they just would have like recaptured her. Yeah, she had nowhere to go. Yeah. But she so knew I'm, coming out of that that they would kill her and Fitz. I mean, right. Yeah. But I mean, I guess at that point, she doesn't. At that point, though, the power's gone out. Like, I, my, I wonder if she has any indication that like there's basically a rescue team. And so yeah. I feel like with her letting out Lash, it's. It's not 100% a last resort. I mean, mm-hmm. she But they did torture her too. So she's got kind of she's got a pretty big For sure. Pretty big yeah. For sure, right? but I mean Yeah, they did. She she's definitely she didn't do it because she had no other choice. I think she did it because she wanted to do it. Oh, no, yeah. I you I know which yeah. which yeah. adds a little bit of responsibility to what he ends up doing. It's not just she was like I had no other choice. It's like, mm-hmm. well, you you maybe sort of did and you you kind of you know weighed those consequences and you know you she knew there was a whole room full of other inhumans right they were in stasis and she, yeah, she did. recounts right there to andrew like hey you know you killed a lot of inhumans and stuff and and yet she's still like well you know i'm gonna let you out because you know and she doesn't tell know. like when may mm-hmm. finds all of the bodies and everything and she comes back and because they think oh she's gone to confront andrew and mm-hmm. I thought that's what, in the way that it was winding down, I really thought, okay, we're not going to get resolution to that. Like, that'll be, you know, we'll pick that up later. But when she comes back and she's like, yeah, they're all dead. Simmons, you know, basically says she knows that Andrew was there, but she she never says she let him out. No, she doesn't. No, yeah. that's right. She's, yeah, she that's definitely true. never says that. She never that's says true. it. You can yeah. tell she has a guilty look on her face like, oh, right. crap, I just... You know, yeah. in my mind, I justified it by trying to save my life, but in the process, I killed twelve other people. You know, now these are people that are the, all of these people people that they that had changed already and they trapped, or yes. were all of these people or some of these people soldiers that they used the stuff on too? Uh, yeah, I think they gave the, bag. That's a little unclear because we know that they've collected people and put them into stasis, but then we also know that they've perfectly. I'm sorry, purposely been transforming people, but they haven't said whether they've put those people into stasis. Right. And like Gaier is the only one that they're using as a soldier. 
Because it doesn't seem like they have volunteers. Like these are these are soldiers that have some of them. I know he mentioned that there were these. Some of these were soldiers that had volunteered for this, and they gave them all the the uh, the drug to so that they could see if whoever you know, and then keep the ones that change. Yeah, but it seems like Gaiera is the only the the telekinetic one. He seems to be the only one who. who they actually use as like a soldier. Well, I thought the off. others were just holding them until they're, till they're ready to open up the, the right. But why, why keep them in stasis? Why not use them as like well, active you, soldiers? I mean, I guess they have to explain it right. in a way that, you know, it fits, but it's, yeah. he kind of said, I think he didn't kind of mention that when the portal is open and he comes through it, he's going to they let them out. To yeah, take he did. Over. That's his army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it was clear. I think I think it was a little ambiguous. It uh, was. It was a little. They weren't quite. This clear. is when it, it being attached to the movies kind of affects them as well because it's like you have to. It, it'll be hard to explain away an army of enhanced. Right. Yeah. Definitely. People. Yeah. It, it's well, one thing when it's just one guy. Mm-hmm. When it's just the telekinetic guy. I mean, he hasn't. No one on the world stage has like seen him, so depends but yeah, they, it's a whole you know, army. It depends what they do with the movie. Then it's like, okay, how do you ignore that? So it's it's like they're purposely keeping things fairly small. Yeah, yeah. Even by killing them off, it was but, like. But okay, again, I mean, going back to what we we're saying at the beginning, then it seems odd to have like the president in the first episode. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, the president announcing the formation of a new government agency is right. a big deal. Like that's a huge deal in the world. So. It seems like um, there's sort of no going back with those big decisions. So I don't, I don't know if we'll see that play out or not. Yeah, the only thing I could think of with the movie is maybe they just go like Guardians of the Galaxy route, like it just doesn't pl- take place on Earth, like it's all away, so they're they're not stepping on each other as much, or or maybe it's like tangentially, you know, re- you know, really, I I don't know. I mean, it's maybe know. they could do a thing where, I mean, we've already kind of seen that scene, that scene, that scene in Civil War where Thunderbolt Ross is showing. Uh, Steve Rogers, uh, the Sokovia Papers or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you could like there could be a screen that had been like, you know, times have changed, Captain. These shows like some like some things going on that have been going on in the show, you know, like well, they, like from the Inhumans, and you wouldn't even have to bring in the actors for that. You could just right. have like a right. video image on a screen, right. you know. Well, there's a constant mantra with the with at least the TV ones, even Netflix, is that this is the new norm. Like this is you got to get used to it. Like there's characters you know like the how mac uh kind of reacts to it and it's like look and then lincoln and his jerky self says you know this is the deal get used to it like that's kind of you know like they've they've continued to say that kind of throughout the show and then you add to uh even with with uh jessica jones in the beginning where um it's like there are people out there with that have abilities and but they're not they're, they're kind of saying it like they're more and more around but there's just not that big uh reveal yet well and it, uh, i think what in jessica jones they make a point of of you know jessica jones says it it's like you know what people don't want to know like right. they see all this stuff but they're they're more likely to just explain it away 
Mm-hmm. You know, like if you tell somebody I lifted this car up, they're just going to say, oh, you're seeing things or you're making up stories. Like even though they know a portal opened up and aliens came out and like exactly. a dude with a hammer and this big green guy and this other dude with a shield, like they mm-hmm. all stopped it. But people are just so, you know, they want a logical explanation for everything. They want normal. Yeah. They'll they'll just wish it away. So it's interesting. But uh, so the end, the end of this episode, it, it was it seemed like a lot happened in a very, very short period of time. And mm-hmm. it almost seemed I really thought this was going to be a best of both worlds uh, ending like the Star Trek episode where I did too, where she goes, you know, fire. And then <laughs> that was it. Fire. Yes. <laughs> 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 and we'd see the rockets, you know, getting ready to get launched. And, dun, 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 yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Finished. To be continued. Exactly. Right. So the fact that like the thing blew up and then the next thing you know, they're in the, the escape pod, which made sense mm-hmm. because that thing is like, you know, super durable and, you know, uh, indestructible and all that kind of stuff. So, I get it, but it just seemed like it was like way like it happened way too quick. Like I I, I don't know. It just it. I, I'm gonna skip it ahead a little bit because obviously, uh, uh, you know the the big thing was was Coulson killing Ward and slowly, very slowly, just literally crushing his sternum. And you hear it, yes. And then leaves the hand. It's like. It's it's like I killed you with this hand and now I have literally no use for it. So as an as further insult to your dead corpse, I'm going to leave this hand. Now, here. I wonder if this is him saying you brought me to the point that I never thought I would go to in being a, just a cold blooded murderer. And I leave it here like all of all of this anger, Maybe. all of this. You know, you yeah. put me I went to a dark place that I never thought I'd go. And I le- I take this hand and I leave this here and that's you know I have to let this stuff go, mm-hmm. or else I can't lead them. I'd like that. I think I even think that when they when they all leave and go back, it makes it feels like this could have been the season finale. Period. Sure, sure, yeah, absolutely. So I wonder if from from the next for the rest of the season. Will it kind of be like the episodes now they have to heal because none of them, they, they haven't really healed from all this, the stuff with Andrew, the stuff with, uh, you know, like, uh, these, in these groups, the humans that are working with them coming into the, you know, like they're, they've been put out in the field now and they really have to deal with that as well. Yeah. Like their lives have changed and Fitz and, and Simmons, like none of them have really, like dealt with all the stuff that's happened to them for like it was just one thing after the other this 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 half a season. So I wonder if this is now let's pull the team back together and kind of, you know, let's, And I let's, think let's I think they alluded to that. You know, cuz mm-hmm. at the at the last shot of the episode is Colson hugging May, Fitz hugging Which they Fitz. never spoke. Like they stopped yeah. speaking. Yeah, like, they they stopped doing talking. Yeah. Fitz hugging Simmons, Bobby, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's like they're all kind of it's it's like, OK, they realize they just had this, you know, huge thing happen. And right. um, and, you know, they're trying to get closure. But it, uh, it, it 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 was really interesting. I really thought I, I'm kind of I looked online today and there's a lot of it seemed like negative response to this episode. Like it was like, eh, kind of like almost like the last episode of The Walking Dead, where everybody was just like, meh. And I, 
I didn't I didn't feel that for the I mean not to I won't get into that at all I, won't, I don't want to mm-hmm. spoil anything or it's not that show but I, I didn't have that reaction to The Walking Dead and I didn't have that washing um um that episode that uh that feeling here either. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't feel that for this. I, I, I thought that on The Walking Dead, but not on this. This really um, was a good like uh, I thought it was a good finale and a good episode. So I thought the easy choice honestly would be to have that creature jump into either Coulson or Fitz. Mm-hmm. Like that's the, yeah, you know, that's what happens. And then the rest of the season becomes, Oh, now Coulson, you know, is the bad guy. And you know, it's, it's like, it's, it, it's a little eye rolly to me. And I was like, man, but it, they totally made you think that like at the very end of the episode before the, before the, um, before the tag, that look on Coulson's face even was like, yeah, I know you know that I like it was like they were kind of, you know, him and Fitz were kind of giving each other the eye and you can almost see it in in Coulson. And so then when when we get the end of the tag and we get Zombie Ward and it's in him, I'm like to me, I was like, oh, that makes way more sense cuz one, we still get more Brett Dalton um mm-hmm. because I I still think they made it seem like there's a little bit of that person there because Will. We talked about this though. Remember, yeah. a couple of weeks ago, yeah, he yeah. said Ward cannot like. There's only so much you could do with Ward before he has to change into something else yes. if you're not going to get rid of the character. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. I mean, they did it. I mean, now I, I have to imagine that he'll still feel kind of like Ward, but have like a new layer to him and have a lot more like knowledge and power because he keeps your memories it it appears that even with will he he knew everything he knew it yeah so yeah so it's 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 almost you know again ward's now a super villain uh Mm -hmm. which i i think is is going to be really interesting but like i said i think it would have been way too cliched and way too predictable to me if they would have just put the creature in Ward or, or in Fitz or, or Coulson. Um, yeah. And so I'm, yeah. I'm fine with that. Like, I'm really – like, that didn't bother me. I, I don't know. I don't know. It just seemed like overall – The team has been splintered all season. Yeah. Like, there's been so many infighting yeah. and everyone's been gone off on their own missions and, and or vendettas and all this kind of stuff. I think you need – like, if you're going to do the Secret Warriors thing – if you're going to, you got to bring the group back together. Like we need, you know, like I think they need to come back in, as a team to kind of deal with the next threat that they need to deal with. But I kind of, I kind of like that they're back together. I think it kind of, I kind of like that there's not that, uh, we don't have to go through a thing of somebody looking for someone else or they need to be rescued or like. A, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think I I I really hate like uh, possession and body snatching oh, stuff too. on TV shows because yeah. it's just like it's such a trope at this point. So yeah, I, it, it's much better that it's Ward because nobody care. You know, he's not going to be tricking anybody. The next yeah, time he's already evil. I mean, yeah, the next time anybody sees him, he'll be like, yeah, I'm I'm uh, you know, just whoever. Hard to kill. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, are we are we to assume that the Inhuman in his natural form is just like a little worm? Is that is that what this well, character it, is? Or he seems to just and he can all, he he infects the dead. I mean that's kind of right. But is that his form? That little thing that slithered out of Will? Or is I'm that thinking, like yeah? Or is he still on the planet and that's like an extension of him? Or well, maybe there's little worms that are connected and but right now if one worm gets out, he can right. always multiply and 
Right. That that's the question. Is 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 that the singular entity or what? Because that would be an interesting twist on the inhuman, you know, metamorphosis. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. you know he was a regular person and then he goes through teragenesis and he becomes like a tiny little parasitic worm. Mr. Mind. We haven't really we haven't seen anything yeah. like that happen. And what if you make it that inhumans are the ones he can't infect? Oh. Because they'd be forced to be, you know, go on the mission alone. It would not be any human supervision yeah. for the yeah, group. Would... And you could get to see the group kind of be put in a situation. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. Then then there's like a need for like a specific team of inhumans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wonder if he can only infect the dead. Or I guess not because he was making, I guess, I guess he made those other astronauts go crazy so i guess we have to assume that he can possess the living too yeah but or fully or maybe just has some yeah kind of i don't psychic know abilities or something like that yeah, right right the dead person you know right well and that's what makes me think that maybe he's more than just that little parasite that maybe there's some sort of entity back on the planet still it could be yeah i don't know that's cool Fitz shot him with a flare gun. That was cool. Yeah, that was. I did like that. Yeah, that slow motion flame, and you can just Mm -hmm. hear it burning him. Mm -hmm. You know, slowly. Oh, my favorite hunter moment of this episode was when they were looking at that like three D. Yes, you know, outline of everything, and he's like, he's he's like, I think we're here, and he's 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 like, he's like, I'm pretty sure we're here, and he starts waving, and he's like, (laughs) Yeah, I know we're here now. Max that's like exactly face. what yeah yeah oh my god that's great it's just like and and mac gets a, it, it's so i don't know how this it just happens with with the character with the actor who plays mac <laughs> he can interact with any member of the team and it works so well yeah and it's funny though because there are different relationships he has with different groups when him bobby and hunter together him and Bobby are like usually on the same page. They're right. like the mature ones in the group. Yeah. And Hunter is the child and says something really funny. Well, like the time they were in the van and then Hunter, you know, they're trying to be all quiet and Hunter just gets out and beats the crap out of yes. that guy to get the yes. information. Oh, remember? Yeah. And then Bobby did a funny thing too. Like they did throw some levity in here as well. Like when, when, uh, back is working out the plan. Like, all right, we need to get the guards. We need to take the guards out quietly. And she goes, oh, I got it. And then she, she just leaves. Yeah. And he's like, are we supposed to stay here or not? And then Hunter just walks out. And then you just hear fists hitting face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Mac is just looking around like, why am I left with this? Like, <laughs> like how does Colson deal with this every day? I don't, I don't understand. Like, that is the stuff that I miss. You know, like, I hope that when they come back, you know, like, that's the stuff you need the whole group to be together for. Yeah, yeah, those, definitely. Those kind of things. Those lighter moments. Yeah, like, you need to yeah. have that in, in the show. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want it to get too dark. We don't want it no. to be, you know, like Arrow season three. Jump, or, jump yeah. over to you DC. Be, yeah, <laughs> it, but you don't want it to be, yeah. You don't want it to be too with everything. Is Everybody's crying every five minutes. There's just somebody yeah. yelling. You, you, you kind of want to shake it up a little bit. You have some dark. Yeah, we, you have we some want fun. it to be fun. Yeah. You mix it up. On the it's funny on the last uh, word balloon, not the last one, but uh, I listened to a recent, somewhat recent episode of Word Balloon, John Huntress's uh, podcast, mm-hmm. and he had Jeff Loeb on it, and he was talking to Loeb, 
and he was talking about the show and stuff and he's like yeah he said um he said he was talking about hunter and he's like yeah he goes um lance hunter played by nick blood he goes i still think it would be better to have nick blood uh played by lance hunter (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i can see that I almost wonder if some of the lines that some of the actors come up with, did they just do it themselves or are they written down? Yeah, I would be curious to see if he's like really a comedic, like if he just has that that great, you know, timing sense and, and just mm-hmm. that yeah, about yeah. him, or if he's just written that way because he's just it's so natural, like it almost yeah he pulls it off. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never seen him in anything else, but it would be interesting to see what he's like. Yeah, yeah. Not even the, the lines as, as much as the attitude. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's all about the attitude with that. I mean, you, you can have the lines, but the way he delivers them with the attitude is what really makes the character, I think. Yeah. yeah. Totally. It, it does. It totally does work for that. Like, even when he, I mean, he, like I said, even when you don't, like, he comes in as a new person, you don't even want to like him at first. You He warms you. Like, he, he, you just warm to him after a while. You can't help it. Like, even when you want to be mad at him, you can't, you can't stay mad at him for that long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember when he first was on the scene, I, I kind of wrote him off as a red shirt. Like mm-hmm. I thought they'd kill him off eventually, yeah. but I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought he was sort of going to be like the the doesn't play by the rules, like sort of pretty boy, bad boy. I thought traitor. Thing. I, I thought he'd wind up being a traitor at, at first, you know, when they were looking for the mole or whoever yeah. was in the group. Yeah. I oh, yeah, thought he yeah. was going to be that. Or turn on them because it's just, you know, it's the money. It's right. not my yeah, fault. Yeah, somebody cut him a bigger check. Well, cool. So we got a little bit of a hiatus. It's December 9th as we record this. We got a little bit until um, till Shield comes or till Agent Carter comes back for season two, which we're seeing more and more promos and stuff for that. So it's it's looking. Yeah, we could just watch Star Wars over and over again. Yeah, we'll have. Or more. you got, or you could catch up on The Flash. Uh, that would imply or, I was behind uh, or, on the Flash. Yeah, they yeah, should already I, be doing I, that. I haven't that's, watched. That's, yeah, I haven't watched last night's yet, so oh. Uh, oh. no spoilers. Yeah, that should be automatically uh, something you do automatically. You should be watching. Saying yeah for people who only watch Shield. Ah, gotcha. Right, Shame on them. It. Yeah, it's hard for me to imagine. I, I've I've never got that type of thing that you could be really into Marvel or DC and not be into the other. Right especially in the tv show and movie world where you know you have a lot less than than comics to choose from it's mm-hmm. just like i can't ima- I, I could get not watching like one or two because of the show but right. to, to completely like dismiss a, a whole group yeah i, I just can't get that because right. i mean it's so if you love that type of stuff i mean why then, wouldn't you yeah i'd be ashamed to like exactly. miss out on like a whole a whole batch of shows but uh yeah, so hopefully nobody listening is one of those people. Hopefully not. No. Uh, well, Jim and Daryl, thanks for, for coming on. Thanks. It was cool to walk on the wild yeah. side on the opposite side of the street for, I know. for a little while. I know. Yeah. yeah, you guys have it easy. We got every, every Yeah, we got five shows a week, man. You guys yeah. got one. For now. Wait until. And then we got Legends yeah. of Tomorrow and Lucifer coming up, too. And so. Preacher. Yeah. And Preacher. And yeah. Preacher, yeah. Yeah, that's true. So well, enjoy this. Have- Enjoy. Yeah, yeah, we'll have right. a few more coming up. Yeah, um, we just get them all the at once. What's the name of your guys' podcast again? Because I want to check that out. DCTV. So, DCTV podcast. It's on okay. the HHWLED.com, along with uh, this podcast you're listening to, and 
uh, the Walking Dead TV podcast and the Black Box and uh, a bunch of other great shows we have there. So check cool. it out. It's also on the iTunes. On the iTunes, yeah, we it's very popular with the young people. I hear. Yes. Um, but that'll about do it for this week. I think uh, next time we'll do our next installment of catching up with Jessica Jones. Uh, I think we'll have some feedback. Uh, we'll we'll do some some Facebook stuff. I, Sweet I think, Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we got some more iTunes reviews and stuff. Some stuff housekeeping stuff that we've been uh, neglecting while trying to get caught up. So we got a little room to breathe. We've got the holidays coming up. Uh, so we will catch you back soon. Thanks for listening to It's All Connected. <laughs>